Hello and welcome to the Missouri Beef Checkoff Chat. With me on the phone is John Kleibaker, Executive Director of the Missouri Beef Industry Council. And this week we're going to be talking about preparing for foot and mouth disease and the potential that it might come to this country and an exercise that was recently held in southwest Missouri. Tell us about that, John. This exercise is focused on helping people involved in local emergency management better understand what foot and mouth disease is what its implications are to the beef industry, the dairy industry, the pork industry, and other animals with cloven hooves. That means their hoof is split in two. What it means specifically to their communities and what they need to be prepared for in order to be able to handle an outbreak if it would occur. So a scenario was put into place such that a fella had come back from South Korea, which currently has foot and mouth disease, failed to wash his clothes, exposed some cattle that he had on his farm, sold those cattle through a livestock market that then got transferred through several other livestock markets, and, of course, from there, pushed it on out to everybody. It's a serious subject from the standpoint that foot and mouth disease does have the potential to really create huge economic losses in terms of livestock because the only way really to get rid of it is to clean everything up, and, and that means not allow carriers, animals that have been exposed and so forth, to be able to perpetuate it. It's a a serious disease that we're trying to get our arms wrapped around and get prepared for in case it would happen. It hasn't here in the United States since 1929, but that doesn't mean that some preparedness isn't in order. Now, you said that it does exist right now in uh, in South Korea. Are there any other parts of the world that it exists at this point in time? Well, every continent outside of North America, that's the United States and Canada and Mexico, along with Australia and Antarctica, has foot and mouth disease cases going on right now. So we're pretty blessed that we're not part of that. What are some of the the things then that you discussed during this uh, exercise, some of the ways that you would address this in case this could ever come to the United States? Well, the local emergency management folks and local law enforcement really focused on how they would provide information to everybody involved potentially with such an outbreak. It's important for people to realize that foot and mouth disease is simply an animal disease, that it does not impact humans, and that even eating beef or pork from animals uh, with foot and mouth disease is not a risk for humans. However, explaining that to folks and, and making sure that people that are responsible for human health understand that was discussed quite a bit that day. Other things, though, like if roads had to be closed, if the Department of Agriculture and the State Veterinarian's Office declared that a stop movement had to be put into place to keep livestock from traveling around and potentially spreading the disease, who was going to see to that? How would those roads be closed, and who was going to inform folks in the local community about where they could go and where they couldn't go and what they could take and what they couldn't so you can see it gets it could get very complicated very quickly, and, and our scenario did that day. I'm not sure that all the answers were discovered in terms of how to manage through all of that, but at least it got people who have responsibilities in those areas to begin thinking about that. Why would preparing for this and having an exercise uh, like this be something that uh, checkoff dollars should be used for? We're responsible for trying to help increase demand for beef. But one of the other things that we do is, issues management. And that's not issues like political issues, but rather things that happen within the industry that might give consumers a cause for concern. 
dealing with an outbreak like this, very much like when bovine spongiform encephalopathy, or mad cow disease, came about in 2003, it was the checkoff's job to inform consumers about what that meant to them and their families. And that's our role here. It's very important that we understand, though, what others who will actually be assisting farmers and ranchers and dealing with the live cattle and so forth are going to do so we can help explain some of those kinds of things to consumers as well. And so that's the checkoff's job. It's always to, to visit with and talk to consumers about the beef industry. And, of course, again, our role is to help them understand that this is not a disease that can be contracted by humans and that they don't need to be fearful of the meat that's available to them either at restaurants or grocery stores. Thank you very much, John Kleibaker, Executive Director of the Missouri Beef Industry Council. That's our checkoff chat for this week. I'm Cindy Zimmerman.